Good morning, Fullerton. Here are your headlines for the second week of August. Number one, downtown small businesses target in recent burglaries. Over the past three months, seven downtown businesses have been burglarized. Three of these occurred in the same building, including Terrace Skate Shop, Lost Levels, and Stitch and Feather. The burglars smashed the front windows and stole the cash register in each business. According to the Fulton Police Captain, John Radis, officers have increased patrols in the downtown area due to recent break-ins. The investigation is ongoing. Anyone who has tips may contact Sergeant Dan Diaz at 714-738-6580. That's 714-738-6580. Number 2. Significant Bus Service Cuts Proposed for North Orange County the Orange County Transportation Authority conducted a public hearing on July 25 to receive input on a bus system update that will add service to core routes by eliminating service on so-called unproductive routes. The high productivity routes will be more convenient, but at the cost of removing bus coverage. OCTA claims that only 1% of riders will be affected by route elimination, but in Fullerton, for example, almost 20% of route miles will be permanently eliminated. Fullerton Mayor Fred Jung serves as OCTA director, representing several North Orange County cities and advocating saving several of the routes proposed for elimination. The service plan would have significant impacts on Fullerton and North Orange County bus service usability, which already has connectivity issues due to the underlying street network gaps caused by hills, rail lines, and flood control channels. To learn more about proposed bus service changes, visit www.octa.net. Number 3. Blood and platelet donors needed now to prevent seasonal blood shortage. The American Red Cross has faced a concerning drop in blood and platelet donations this summer. Donors are needed to give in August to prevent a blood shortage by making an appointment. Donors can schedule an appointment to donate using the Red Cross Blood Donor app by visiting redcrossblood.org or by calling 1-800-RED-CROSS. That's 1-800-733-2767. Number 4. Shortcomings and progress in homeless crisis, according to OC Grand Jury Report. A recently released Orange County Grand Jury Report praised some aspects of the county's response to homelessness crisis, stating that the county has made some progress working with independent organizations and boards in increasing the amount of shelter beds, outreach to the unhoused regarding COVID-19, and vouchers for permanent housing. Specifically, the grand jury praised navigation centers in the report, which it defines as another name for emergency shelter, emphasizing the service provided to residents to navigate to permanent housing, jobs, medical care, and other independent living skills, including Fulton's Illumination Foundation Navigation Center on Commonwealth Avenue, in its commendations for providing critical services to the unhoused. However, the grand jury report found that these efforts are still not sufficient in fully tackling homelessness, identifying many problems in the way the county is dealing with the issue as well. The lack of a needed emergency shelter in South Orange County, as well as no existing court order treatment for those unhoused with mental illnesses and substance abuse problems, and a lack of permanent housing for those exiting homelessness are among significant shortcomings and bottlenecks identified in the report. To read the full report, visit www.ocgrandjury.org. Alrighty, that is it for today's headlines. Journalists behind these stories are Jane Reifer, Anthony Robert, and Jesse Latour. Next up, we have an interview with Robin Rush, the co-founder of Recovery Road. This interview was recorded on-site as we took a tour of the Anaheim facility. A video version is available on YouTube. 
So today we're here at Recovery Road, a nonprofit located in Anaheim. We'll be getting a walking tour of this facility and talking to Robin Rush, who has run this since 2020. Hi, welcome to Recovery Road. I'm Aruj. I'm Robin Rush. I'm founder of Recovery Road. Mm -hmm. It was founded in May 5th, 2020 in my backyard. And this is the lobby. TPOR is the purpose of recovery. They are a peer-to-peer -peer mm -hmm. recovery coaching organization. They're also a nonprofit. We've partnered with them for almost our whole existence. So for two years, let me take you back here. Here is what we call a serenity room and free snacks and anything anybody wants they can take off the shelf. So we have some talented barbers that will come in at least usually three or four times a month and I'm looking for more because I want somebody here every week. It's very, very popular. When they're getting better and they've stepped their foot into recovery, they want to look cleaner for a job application or anything. So it's, it's definitely one of the more popular items that people want and then we usually teach them about calling for food and we make appointments and I can explain more of that later. Our uh, resource wall. We have recovery resources, events, anything and everything that people can think of that they need to recover from a seamlessly hopeless disease, alcoholism and, and addiction. Also we have a computer room. This is where things that are important can get done and we like to shape people and, and connect them with other people like-minded to help them apply for jobs, do their resume, anything else that's needed. Mm -hmm. And volunteers help them and with all of this yes, stuff? all volunteer. I try to set people up, people helping people. It's the same concept as the meetings in AA or NA, yes. This is our education wall. We have people from Santa Ana College and Cypress College that come here on a weekly basis that help people, just people helping people apply for their grants, um, get into college, mm -hmm. finish their GED, anything and everything that they can think of, they have people to assist. So this is our big room. We have meetings here, NAAA, anything that has to do with recovery. We also offer yoga. Mm -hmm. And so we, we love to have the healthy, um, you know, people in recovery want to get better. So a lot of people with trauma need things like yoga. We have mm -hmm. the Phoenix. We also partner with them. They're another nonprofit mm -hmm. and it's all free and you just sign up and we can come here. We have a, uh, a class this Saturday. It is macrame, mm -hmm. you know, just something cool and odd like that. We can all get together and gather and learn a new skill. So how did you get involved with Recovery Road? I, I manage um, Anaheim Alana Club and through that uh, clubs, AA clubs are meant for social and, and they're watching a <laughs> baptism, social and meetings mm -hmm. and it's not a recovery resource kind of place. It's, mm -hmm. You can get numbers and stuff like that but I wanted to add things like the computer room mm -hmm. and skill groups. We have a grief group here also. Mm -hmm. These are things that don't usually happen at a club. Right. So, um, and so many people are hungry. I was, we were feeding so many people during pandemic at the club mm -hmm. that we ended up getting food from everywhere. Um, we never closed. We stayed open because we are, we are in need. Right. So we were feeding in neighborhoods and seniors and you've done articles on Lupe and she has a, um, she is in the senior mobile home park on Orange Thorpe. She's a very big part of my story. Every Tuesday, Recovery Road and Anaheim Alana Club 
fed those people in that mobile home park. Mm -hmm. So from that, we wanted to make it bigger. And we've only been at this location for one year. We were at another small location for a year. So this is only our second year, doing great. We fed over 1,800 people in June, mm-hmm. individuals. Right. It was amazing. So an average would be 1,300 to 15. And this is the food room. Mm-hmm. This is where we take orders and make appointments for people. Mm-hmm. And, and we find out what they need. We will pack according to what they need. We have the food ready up front and then they can come by and pick it up. N- nothing really is required. So we don't ask too many questions. We ask their living situation so we know how to pack them. If they don't have a freezer, we won't pack them frozen. Mm-hmm. So let me show you. As you see, we are abundant in some things. We have a big delivery today, so we kind of s- scooted everything over. This is Craig, he drives the truck. That's our truck, mm-hmm. saves, saves us on a daily. You know, a big rig will f- come through here and give us about seven pallets in a couple hours from, from Second Harvest. So that's one of the main organizations that... Uh, yes, we partner with Second Harvest. That was my want for this year, mm-hmm. and that's happened. We've been partners with them for about four months, mm-hmm. the best ever. So how often do you get these deliveries? We get um, a TFAP delivery twice a month in a big rig. Craig goes every Tuesday, mm-hmm. so he will be back in a couple hours with four pallets mm-hmm. and TFAP when in a big rig will be by with about seven pallets of food. So how do people sign up to volunteer here? Through me. Through me, yes. Okay. Yes. Usually people are recommended. I have friends from church. I have friends in the program. There's there's a, an abundance of people, you know, and we always need volunteers. Always. So do you always also run on donations? Yes, or? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So where can people donate to you? They can donate online. Or they, some people send a check-in, they can donate on PayPal, Venmo, or directly into the account. People in any way. I mean, we need things like bags. We go through probably 20 bags a day. And so that's huge. We want to try not to spend money in any way. And we partner with other people in Fullerton and around the areas. We're, we're looking into all the food pantries in the area. And I've done some research, and, uh, and so I'm trying to get a hold of them. I got a hold of one, and we brought mm-hmm. them over a ton of chips on Saturday because mm-hmm. they do a drive through twice a month, and they needed something. Uh-huh. You know, so we're trying to partner and help each other out because we're better together rather than standing alone kind of thing. Definitely, and yes. you serve both Anaheim and Fulton residents, right? Orange or- County. Orange County, all yes, over. Ma'am. So anyone can come. Yes, yes. yes. So we have a business card that we give to people. Mm-hmm. And we have a food warehouse text line. And the card is dirty, I'm so sorry. The, the text line, it's better, less human error if they text. So even if they call, we convert it to text. We get it and we put it to voicemail, we don't answer. Because if it's in writing, less human error on our side. And then we ask them questions. You know, your name, what kind of, are you in an apartment or house? Um, do you have a full kitchen? Can you take, you know, four boxes of food? and then the ages of the people and how many people. And with that, we write a paper on them in this large book and we keep that. We then put their name in the cell phone. So next time they text, if their name is in the cell phone, we know we already have the information on them and we don't need to ask them again. And then we write a slip, it's like an appointment. We make an appointment. And then we pack it and get it ready. And we try to make the appointments a half hour apart. Sometimes it's, it's a little chaotic, but we get it done. 
and we try to make it as smooth for everybody as possible. So like the volunteers that are here right now, she's, she knows what's coming in. See all the food coming in on the wall? and this, these two papers. All this is coming in today. This is our big day. So then we are going to, we're getting ready. So that's what she's doing. She's converting and we also come work with Bracken's Kitchen. Do you know them? No, I do not. Bracken's, let me show you. See these pans, all these, not this soup, but all these other soups, Bracken's Kitchen. And these are full meals. And. And so somebody just needs to put it in the oven or put it on the counter if they don't have an oven and then they can take it out and there they go heat it up in a microwave but it's done it's ready it's lower in salt so it's healthy right it's healthy food yes yes absolutely and they're already done and simple this is our dried area so we have bins we are always in need of this of these items the toiletries oh my gosh we are so uh, Mary's Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Do you know Mary's Kitchen? I do not. <laughs> Mary's Kitchen has served homeless in Orange for 30 plus years mm -hmm. and they are closing her down. So sh yes, showers, food, food twice a day, items like this. And so she's called upon me many times because she has to get out, but she's looking for something actually like this to try to keep serving people. Mm -hmm. And her privy would be homeless. So we are more of a recovery resource center. We don't, we don't, we're not a homeless outreach. Mm -hmm. So hence why we kind of, to keep it nice and peaceful here, we make appointments for the food pickup. Mm -hmm. So there's never too many people here at one time, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So it works out very, very well. So we try to give, see all this? All these, all this is donations. From Fulton yeah. uh, community or Everything. anywhere else? Yes, they they found they people find out that I will I'm a yes girl. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Right. You know, we'll go up. We'll take it. Right. And when you have to get rid of stuff, you have to get rid of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm the person that says yes. <laughs> I drive that truck and I'll go get stuff. But a lot of this is from Mary's kitchen, the toiletries and the and the body wipes. Like we we had I called an old food bank that I worked with and and I said, I haven't heard from you in a long time. I would love to, you know, get a, get some chips. We're getting low on snacks. He calls me back 15 minutes later. He said, clear the alleyway. You're getting a semi truck. It's coming over. We ended up with eight pallets of chips. Wow. And that's a lot. That's a lot and two bins of soap. So we ended up receiving 3,000 pounds wow. of soap. We had huge bins, these two huge bins. People were crawling in the bins to, to bag it up. So we have supplied Lighthouse, Wood Glen, all these other recovery communities with bars of soap they want. The Orange County is clean. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, those are all really useful supplies yeah, that people need, absolutely. you know, just beyond food so as well. So anything like this, mm -hmm. you know, feminine hygiene, mm -hmm. all, everything, everything we could always use it. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. people can come and donate here as well. Yeah, so, so I, when I do, when I pack, when I pack food for somebody, I go through, we go through the whole entire warehouse. Right. Uh, if we have it, we give it. If we don't, we can't, mm -hmm. you know? So, right. and the protein, we get protein now. It's peanut butter and then meat, and that's amazing. We also do partner pickup and, and our grocery store rescue also. And that's when I will go to Albertsons 
and uh, Trader Joe's on Monday, Albertsons on Thursday, and then Trader Joe's and Sprouts on Saturday. And that's amazing. So we get that fresh food and then we weigh it and go through it and put it in the refrigerators and freezers and get it out to the people. No. It's amazing. That's really good. Actually, I'm so good, impressed. Right? Yeah. And now you also have these energy mixes. Yes. These are from Klaus. That's okay. So giving children hope is another partner of ours okay. and they, they're in Buena Park. Mm -hmm. And so those were, and they're not expired. It's an amazing thing. It's energy and it's, um, H2O, you know, it's good for you. Matcha. They're very green. It's great. That's amazing. It is. Now you, I need yes, please do. Because they're hold. I've received two pallets of that last week and now they're holding another one for me. Mm, so, that's great. Yeah, please. You know, we have all these healthy things for people to get, yes. come and get by, not just junk food. And, and, and free food usually is not healthy. It's not. Yeah. So, and that's what my first year was. It was not healthy. Right. You know, so now it's a privilege to be able to serve people a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have bread and cakes and I mean, those are also necessary yeah. for a balanced diet. So what is kind of the turnover that you've noticed? Like, do people keep coming for months or do they come for a while and then they it's phase all out? Of it. it's, it's all, all of it. it. Yes. So we have, see, that's our active at book, each piece of paper. So if they haven't been here in three months, we remove them and save them. But a lot of people, when they're, when they're getting their first house or if they've gotten their kids back, they're in recovery. And it's very expensive, even if you have a job or a food card, to eat. So I supplement, let us supplement. You don't have to be on the streets or broke. You know, you don't have to not have a job. We don't care. Let us supplement. Yeah, especially the elderly. We want to help veterans. So we have, we, we are also partner with Patriots and Paws. So there's Patriots and Paws, Giving Children Hope, Bracken's Kitchen, The Purpose of Recovery, and and Second Harvest. Those are our core. Core partner yeah. that help you out with yes. everything. Yeah. Understood. It's amazing. Yeah, that is <laughs> a really amazing uh, warehouse. The Purpose of Recovery is a nonprofit just like us, mm -hmm. but they do recovery coaching. So mm -hmm. for an individual, you can have your own recovery coach. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that is needed, and I think it's an amazing gift. People in the 12-step programs utilize a sponsor, and that's to work through the 12 steps and clean house. If you don't clean house, you're gonna be the same person, right? Just without the drugs or alcohol. But what the purpose of recovery can offer them is their own individual, I call it like a cheerleader, mm -hmm. your own person. And they can set up appointments once a week and they encourage and help find the 12 facets of the needs of recovery. So it's on something in addition to, to make your recovery stronger and you're less apt to relapse. You're more apt to have a continued amount of sobriety. And they don't, they're, they're a loving, kind, they're all lived experience. I completely support this nonprofit and I've signed up many, many people. Mm -hmm. And that's available through me as well. And it's all no, no charge. We're all about nothing costs here, mm -hmm. you know. So that's, we're very firm on that for fun and for free, mm -hmm. and it helps people stay in recovery. <laughs> Can you give them your, your spiel? On what we do? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, peer recovery coaching, sometimes mm -hmm. called peer recovery support specialist. I like the word coaching because that's really mm -hmm. more of what we do. Right. Um, it's a brand, kind of a brand new industry. It's only, it's less than 10 years old. Mm -hmm. and, um, and the crux of it is, is peers working with peers peers helping peers. So I started out as a peer recovery coach. Mm -hmm. Now I'm a program director for our peer support services. Mm -hmm. As a coach, number one job requirement was I had to have my own lived experience with using. Mm -hmm. Now for me that meant I was a hardcore drinker for 
over 30 years. Mm -hmm. But the number two requirement is you have to be living your own successful recovery. So for me, that means for six years, I haven't had a drink. Not of alcohol, anyway. Coffee's my new box. <laughs> okay. I drink a lot of that. So we're kind of like life coaches for people in recovery. We sort of take up where the residential centers and the treatment centers leave off. Mm -hmm. When a person comes out of a 30, 60, or 90 day treatment plan, they go, okay, now what? <laughs> All right, now yeah. what? I still need help with housing and transportation and legal issues and maybe child support issues and college education, relationships, connection to the community. There's like 12 major mm -hmm. life domains right. that we it's... talk to them mm -hmm. about. Now we're not experts in all those fields by any means. We have other experts <laughs> that we refer to, like there's a food bank here. If they need help, we steer them in that direction. Mm -hmm. If we wanna get them connected to 12-step groups, we steer them over to Recovery Road mm -hmm. or any other type of groups, because we're sort of agnostic when it comes to mm -hmm. what program works best for people. The one that works best is the one they'll do. Mm -hmm. And if it's 12 step through AA, or non-faith-based ones like Smart Recovery, or sometimes they just want to try doing it on their own, mm -hmm. uh, we'll support whatever that program is. So thank you so much for letting us tour your location today, and I hope that um, you can get more volunteers, you can get yes, more donations, and keep this thing going, thank you know? You. Thank you so it. much. Very, very much. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Recovery Road. <laughs> Alrighty, that is the end of today's podcast. Fullertonians, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow the Fulton Observer on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to keep up with the latest Fullerton news. Full length stories of all our headlines are available on the Fulton Observer website, or you can subscribe to the print edition that gets mailed to your home every two weeks. You can also see what events are happening in Fulton with Jesse Latour's new weekly articles that cover upcoming events in our community. This podcast is curated entirely by college student interns. If you would like to support our college journey, please donate at the Fulton Observer's website. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, email ads at fultonobserver.com. That's ads at fultonobserver.com. If you have any ideas for whom we should interview next, email contact at fultonobserver.com or DM us on social media. Special thanks to Robin Rush for her time. Jackson Henry edited the podcast. Bianca Bravo manages communications. And I'm Arush Navid, your host.